Welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome to our Sweet Talk podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm Jason Batalden. I'm the Assistant Director at Continue Education and Workforce Training uh, for the College of Technology. And we provide non-credit educational classes and workforce training for our community. This podcast that we're doing today is uh, part of our continuing outreach efforts. And joining us today is Angie Leone. Um, you could say, yeah, go ahead and say, hey. Hello. Okay, that's enough now. <laughs> Don't, we'll get to you in a minute. Okay. This is still us for okay. a second. Uh, and we'll be discussing uh, emotional intelligence. Uh, just to let our audience, remind our audience and make sure Angie knows our format today is conversational. And we'll focus on the topic that we're talking today for about 20 minutes. Uh, and the clock started when we said welcome. And after 20 minutes, no matter where we are in the conversation, uh, we'll end this and we'll wrap it up. So, Angie, welcome to Sweet Talk. Thank you for having me. And uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, the many things that you're involved with, because okay. there are a lot, I understand. Yes. So, I currently work at ISU in the College of Technology. I'm a Resource Center Coordinator. I also own a new business in town called The Powerhouse. It's an indoor cycling studio. And my husband and I have a consulting company as well, and we, we work with organizations um, in the community and outside of the community to help them be more effective. All right on. So, very busy. Yes. You've mentioned about three things I'm interested on, interested on, not of which we're talking about yet today, but indoor cycling. Yes. What is this? Just you just ride it right around the room. No, I'm just no. kidding. No, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> just On really tiny bikes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We get real small bikes and go around the room real fast. No, so. it's just 45 minute classes, and mm. we have 15 bikes, and we really focus on performance. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about performance in emotional intelligence, and per that's in the workplace. Mm -hmm. But performance really matters, and having measurement to measure performance is mm -hmm. what my husband and I specialize in. Very good. Very good, and that kind of actually leads. We can actually call that a segue if we want, okay? because you're here to talk to us today about emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. um, can you share just a little bit about what that is exactly? What is emotional intelligence? In essence, it's the ability to manage your emotions effectively, to be able to collaborate with others, and be productive in your environment, mm -hmm. in essence. In essence. And yeah. is it geared for a specific? Is, this a, is it for business or just in life in general? I mean... Where, where do you apply emotional intelligence? I mean, how does this work in, in the many different areas, I guess? I believe it's across all platforms. Um, when someone focuses on improving their emotional intelligence, it's going to help their productivity, mm -hmm. their collaboration, their communication skills. And we could talk about the components that emotional intelligence has, mm -hmm. which would help people become more, um, e or more easier to work with mm -hmm. and more collaborative in, in nature. So when we talk about emotional intelligence, we have part the internal and the external part, the, the self and then the others, and then we also have the empathy. So we can talk about little pieces of that as we move forward. So you said an interesting word just a minute, improve. So the implication there is that maybe we, we are not born with emotional intelligence or there are different varyings, different degrees of emotional intelligence. What, what do you, what, how does, what does this improve? What, what does that mean, really? Well, so we are born with a, 
a certain set of IQ and EQ, right? So IQ can be cannot be improved, but emotional intelligence can. You're born with how smart you are. But as we know, as we age, generally, our emotional intelligence kind of increases, right? We get more, we get wisdom. And so we don't react and react the way that we might have when we were three throwing a tantrum on the floor. Or maybe we still do. I don't know. I'm not saying everybody yeah. improves. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't done it since three, I recommend yeah. it. Just try yeah. it once. Yeah. It's, it's not too bad. So it's something that you can always continually improve. Mm -hmm. But the EQ is your emotional quotient. It's a measurement of your emotional intelligence. So there are assessments out there to tell you where you actually are. And then you can work on improving that. So piece. on the emotional part of this, is it... Is this more like how I feel about myself or how I interact with others? I mean, or is it, I mean, what, that's when I have this emotional piece. So emotions are things that we, they're different than feelings. So, so we all are never going to get away from the fact that we have emotions. We're humans and they follow us mm -hmm. and they're coming to work with us regardless of if we want them to or not. Some people will say, just leave those mm -hmm. emotions at home. It's physically impossible to do that, or we would leave them in a cabinet and lock them away. Sure. But the reality is sometimes the people that bring us the biggest conflict are in the workplace, whether mm -hmm. it's a coworker, whether it's a boss, whether mm -hmm. it's the corporation, the culture, right. whatever. How people feel at work is going to have a direct impact on their performance. So, so it kind of goes back, though. So we all have feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So our emotions are kind of how we express those feelings outwardly. Is that kind of what this yep. we under? So this how emotional intelligence then is uh, our ability to express ourselves intelligently. And in a way that is more productive. So oh, okay. understanding. Okay. Yeah. So some of the statistics show that to, um, by Daniel Goleman show that Two-thirds of people aren't able to identify their emotions. They don't know how they're feeling, what they're feeling, or why they're feeling it. And so they react to their environment rather than understand, well, I'm feeling this way and this is why I... Or they won't, they'll just react and they won't wait till the time is right. They'll be hijacked in their emotional state, just like if a bear were chasing them then there's, they've got the, sure. the fight right. or flight response. Right. And if that bear is at work or they've got somebody that's constantly bullying them or doing something that's, that's triggering emotion, uh, anxiety and fear are two of the biggest problems in the workplace. And so if they're, ex if they're experiencing those emotions at work, that's going to affect their performance and the way they feel about the organization as well as their performance goes down. So what about the bear? You see what you know what I mean? I mean, what about the bear? So, if we 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 improve our EQ, I mean, we still are working with a bear, though, aren't we? We are still working with a bear, but we are able to communicate more effectively with them. And if our organization is has some training in this area, then there's a language, a common language that everybody can use, and they know tools and they have some idea of. This is why, and oh, maybe this person, we have that person that's a bear. That person could have some coaching and development. They're probably unaware of it. Generally, people that have a low EQ are unaware that they have a low emotional intelligence. And everybody else around them is very aware. <laughs> very, yeah. Very, bear, right. very aware. Right. Bear aware. Isn't that funny? Are you <laughs> right. bear aware? Mm -hmm. Right. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. Everyone knows the bear except the bear. Right. right? right. <laughs> exactly. That's true. So how long EQ itself, um, is this a relatively new idea or, you know, how... 
No. Where does where does EQ come from? The 1990s. I want it was 1990. Peter Salavi and John Mayer coined the term. Mm -hmm. And then the book uh, by Daniel Goleman came out. Uh, I read that book probably eight to ten years okay. ago. And then I was very intrigued by it. Took some courses at ISU. I had to write a paper on emotional intelligence. So the more I learned about it, the more I was like, well, this really makes sense. I could see how your decisions are based on your emotions. So if you're making poor decisions, then nice. there's a chance you can make better decisions by just getting a handle on your emotions. And depending on the background that we have, a lot of people come in with, with very emotional, a lot of emotional baggage, right? right? Especially depending on how they were raised, what's sure. happened in their life, what's going on at home. Sure. It it's does. the reality of a lot of the students we have. It's the reality of a lot of people that come to the workplace. They carry a lot of emotional baggage and they just don't know how to deal with it. They don't have the tools or the language to express it or to even know that they're not unusual. So was emotional intelligence developed as a, a clinical therapeutic tool or was it in this application, because it talks about work, it, working with one mm -hmm. of those. So they're obviously, it's being designed or being used in workplaces, environments, right. corporations. Was it first designed to be sort of a therapeutic intervention kind of tool? Or, or was it also always set to kind of be uh, applied in business? It was a psychology. It was a psychology study okay, in the right, beginning. Right. But then they've started studying it over the time, oh. over time to see if people's performance you know, how it's tied to performance and how it's dis, uh, tied to decision making. And a lot of brain science has mm -hmm. went into it as well as how, does you, how do you make decisions and how do you, you know, they scan the brain and try to figure out how your emotions impact your decision making. And they found sure. that they're, they're very closely tied together. And then that's where this application into the, the business world, into that kind of environment made sense, right? It definitely does because if it it's decreases, performance yeah, it's performance. Right. If people are losing employees or, sure. or people, the performance is going down, you know, or they're staying at the job and they're not performing well, that's even worse, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, so now you mentioned earlier, you got introduced to this, eight or 10 years ago, mm -hmm. um, and you liked it, intrigued you, mm -hmm. kind of found. And I started working on uh, it on myself, just trying to improve myself. I'm a big proponent of uh, just personal development. Mm -hmm. And so um, taking, uh, taking the class or taking a class where I wrote a paper on it. And then I was in a leadership cohort called the, Le the Complete Leader. And Ron Price, the head of that group, was my mentor. Mm -hmm. And I ended up doing a 14-month cohort where we focused on disc behavioral assessments and finding out what, what kind of behavioral style you have, as well as how your emotional intelligence affects you in the workplace and in your personal life. So by going through that cohort, I was like, wow, oh, I've wow. changed so much. And I've seen such fruit in my life, in my work life, mm -hmm. in my interpersonal relationships at home, having a teenage daughter, those kinds of things like the struggles, right? So the, you being able to understand what your emotional intelligence is and also where others might be lacking and being given them a little bit of grace and empathy because right. you can see where they are. So I, I'm, you mind if I pry? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Cause you brought up, yeah, well, no, <laughs> maybe not. Right. Um, but I guess as you talked about fruit and then, you know, myself having had a teenage daughter, I don't know what happens to teenage daughters. They, something, they disappear and then they're left with the, you know, and then when they stop being teenagers, they turn wonderful again. Yeah. But, can I'd like to see their emotional intelligence score. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Now remember, right? This is for our benefit, yeah. not for the bear. Right. Yeah, Even exactly. if she is our teenage daughter. Yeah. But I knew but, I learned how to deal better with that. 
Okay, person, yeah, that's what I was right? kind of leading to. Is mm. you talked about you saw the fruit in your own life, and I I don't want you to, you know, this isn't Oprah, mm -hmm. but um, can you share just a little bit what that fruit kind of looked like for you at least? Well, I learned how to communicate more effectively with my daughter. I learned that I wasn't as empathetic as I could be. Uh, I I compared a lot of things like, well, you don't have it that bad. You know, when I was growing up, I had, you know, this, that, or <laughs> yeah, the other, right. you know. Uphill both ways. She's not interested time. in that. Right, right. She's interested in her struggle right now mm -hmm. in that. And so I changed my behavior and uh, the way I handled it and the way I approached things. Mm -hmm. And when I changed that, everything changed. Yeah, and right. then I'm modeling it now. I'm modeling more, emo and I'm not saying I've completely mastered it. And this week has been like boot camp for emotional intelligence. Right. I've been in but boot camp. We won't tell her about this. No. We don't want her to lose Not with her. her. Not no. With oh, her. Okay. no, just in my personal life, opening a business, a grand right. opening, sure. things not go. working, there you know, you all that right. all that stuff goes and you have to it's how you affect how you handle those pro problems. Because mm -hmm. your emotions get spurred at those times when you know you have a you have things going on and stuff's not working or people aren't doing what they're supposed to and but how you handle it is what everybody's watching right that's what they see right so then that's your own kind of personal experience on that level mm -hmm. now flip it because i'm assuming you've trained people in mm -hmm. eq mm -hmm. so what kind of experiences have you had on that side of the fence well i've had a lot of personal coaching uh, with people and they've found that that they've really enjoyed it because they, they're just not, the first step is self-awareness. And a lot of times people aren't even aware of the things that they're doing or that they're saying mm -hmm. that, that might be considered, you know, not very, they're not very good for collaboration or, you know, if you just look on Facebook, you would probably guarantee that you could see some people right. are very not socially aware of, or, you know, mm -hmm. self-aware of what they're posting and things and how it might affect other people and, and, hurt others so, so or driving okay we're, we're not going to talk about Facebook. or driving facebook's a crazy place <laughs> it is isn't it yeah there's no emotional intelligence they need a filter <laughs> well that can totally get us off top mm -hmm. topic in the sense of that's insulation that we feel by not having these kind of face-to-face -face interactions mm -hmm. and then we go on facebook and blast it yeah whether it's a filter or not i mean what difference does it make if i hurt people's feelings mm -hmm. i don't get to see their mm -hmm. their face on that right so um, how, how long have you been training people in EQ? Uh, it's been about two years now. And how's it going? I mean, do you, obviously you like it. I love it. Because you love EQ. Yeah. Right? And, I, and I speak on it for free many times because I want people to get out there and to know about it. I feel like it's the number one thing that you can do to improve yourself and become better and effective at work mm -hmm. and in your personal life. Very cool. And then, so your experience with that has been good. You're training that. Uh, so who, we, we kind of talked about it. Everyone could benefit from EQ, I'm assuming, right? Yes. No one's perfect EQ. No. But is, is there a Mensa organization, organization for EQ? You know, like uh, if you have a high, that was a joke. I it was don't a bad think joke. So. You know, <laughs> it's, sorry. Not that I'm you aware know, of I'm so something. sorry. So like, you know, if you have a high EQ, you get to join Mensa. Oh, and no, say, no. I, you know, no. I, my wife always reminds me that she could join Mensa if she oh, wants okay. to. And okay. I, never mind. No, I didn't. Sometimes things just fall. You just got to let it go. I it's apologize okay. about that. But okay. um, going back to that, obviously everyone can benefit from mm -hmm. EQ. Uh, corporations, uh, but and you kind of hit on what are the things to look for. So things are looking for are frustration, individual frustration, corporate frustration, culture, culture. problems. You know, 
having complaining about the culture, your mm-hmm. when your employees are com- complaining about that, you know, they they might be really upset and there's a deeper thing that you got to get into and then start working on helping them work through their emotions that they're facing mm-hmm. at work. Maybe they're being bullied by one of the bosses at work and they you don't know that. So what makes people receptive to this, that motivational component of this? You know, they have, when, yeah, they you, have to be willing and wanting to learn this. So this isn't something that you would want to impose in the workplace. This is more of something that you would give as an option. Mm-hmm. And if you had somebody that you were dealing with that maybe that you knew that you were going to have to let them go if if things didn't change, you could offer it as a we, we're willing to pay for some training for this mm-hmm. if it's something you feel like you are willing to do. But it's people has to they have to have the buy-in and they have to see the value. And if they don't, they may not be the person for your organization. They just they may need to, right. you know, Might, move on. Sometimes that yeah. So, sometimes you gotta get rid of the bear. Yeah, but sometimes they, if they're willing and they are unaware, you can improve self awareness. Mm-hmm. You can improve empathy, and you can coach and develop that person to become an effective leader. Okay. So someone out there listening to our podcast mm-hmm. right now. They're saying this might be something I'm very interested in. How do they get a hold of you? Well, I am hoping to be teaching some of these courses through the center uh, in the fall, hopefully. Through continuing education. Continuing education, yes. Trip. So I should be in the catalog soon. Right. I can almost say workforce training. I so can never say soon. Through ISU continuing education workforce, workforce training, training, you will be teaching these catalogs. Yes. Or classes. Mm-hmm. Our catalog will be coming out this fall. Are you in Are you in this fall catalog? I put in for it. So yes. I, very I, good. That's <laughs> exciting. I'm only the assistant director. Okay. I don't know these things. So okay. uh, I'm learning on that. And so that's good. And so they can find you in the catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, class, what does a class look like? If I do sign up, uh, if I'm a corporate, is it individual based, the classes you're teaching for us? Is it for individuals or is it for business? We can do both, but the one in the continuing education, we're going to try to do a high, we're going to do a hybrid course where mm-hmm. people could come two times out of over eight weeks and the, they'd come at the beginning, they'd have an assessment in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they would see how they improved it over that time. But we'd have some little assignments during the week and some reflective stuff where they could be really working on it because to go to a to go to some seminar or learn something in one day really doesn't make it effective. You really have right. to continue to practice it. You have to practice. Yeah, and so having weekly weekly activities mm-hmm. or lessons on it will help implement it and and start a new habit. So how long is the class? Eight weeks. Eight weeks long. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then. If there's someone interested who would say, hey, you know, my business, my corporation, my company could benefit from this, how, do, how would they get a hold of you? Well, they can reach me through, uh, through you or they can find me on blackriverpm.com, which is uh, performance management. Mm-hmm. So our phone number's on there. Um, just, okay. you know, they can get in contact because a lot of these things are going to be you know, individually based. Uh, sometimes it's executive coaching. Sometimes it's one employee. Sometimes it's organizational, a, a full workshop, a weekend workshop, mm-hmm. team building and emotional intelligence. It could be, you know, a, a variety of things, a way you could, ways you could implement it. So right from the beginning, you, you, you're busy. Mm-hmm. You're involved. You, you teach for College of Technology, mm-hmm. right? Um, you just started the new business, uh, the what, give me the right name. The powerhouse. The powerhouse. Thank you. And then you do this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another, you and your husband also. What was the other business you guys are involved in? The the with the group and the marketing or the think big. Think big. Okay. Think big. So, so all these things kind of going on, right? 
And so staying busy. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the question is, I, I'm kind of curious. I don't, I don't want to wait, get off of EQ, but I, where did that come for you? I mean, you just wake up one day or has you always been this sort of, have you always had five different businesses going on throughout your entire <laughs> life? And, you know, I, I mean, like, oh, just heaven forbid, or no. you, is this something? I've, oh, my goodness. We got to the good thing. Guess what that is? It's done. That's the end. And unfortunately, um, I have to stop. Okay. So I've got my little script here. Angie, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I it. I hope it was beneficial um and i, I hope you had a good time so I uh i hear that our time is up so i hit the stop button uh we want to thanks to angie leone for talking with us today and we hope that you guys got something out of it i didn't get any questions from the audience today so uh usually they blurred in they didn't today so you can find us online at cetrain.isu.edu uh, please take a few minutes to check out our website, go through our classes, find Angie's class on there and other classes that may be interesting to you. Uh, always let us know what you think. Again, cetrain.isu.edu. Um, go subscribe to our blog or and sign up to receive our newsletter so you get all this interesting information to you. And thanks everyone for joining Sweet Talk. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you.